Welcome to Oh When The Town with Luke Gregory. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Oh When The Town. I'm Luke Gregory, joined by Stephen Bataro. Hello mate. Hello mate, you okay? Yes, I'm good, I'm good. good. I think before we talk about any football, Newlands Park tonight. Oh, spot on mate. Did you watch it, Bataro, the live uh, stream? No, I saw a couple of clips, that's about it. Yeah, I was too busy eating pizza. Me and Steve put it on for a bit. Didn't really understand what was going on it sometimes, but... It was approved in the end. What what great news this is for everyone. Just everyone involved in 2020. Legends. Are they legends? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. I said that earlier. Yeah, Gary Sweet. Oh, he? mate. Oh, the whole lot of them. Get in there. Yeah, some. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. History making, though. Oh, well, yeah. Well, this is where someone tries to cock up for us now, isn't it? But hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, it will be good. Uh, yeah, Cali is. Two, three years, is it? Gets me thinking. Our last game at Kenilworth Road is going to be emotional. proper emotional, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be nice. We spoke Ooh. about this every week, me and my uncle. Do you know what I mean? Need to break down crying then. Oh. Has it even happened yet? And let's then talk about the football that happened at the weekend. I feel like this, this podcast this week is going to be a bit of a weird one because you could be listening to this <clears throat> Wednesday, Thursday or Friday and we've had the Bradford game, but we're going to talk about the Plymouth game at the weekend. Nil-nil draw. Mm. Um, Unlucky. So I, I thought it was unlucky. How you set up one word, boy's gone. Yeah, unlucky. Frustrated. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we do three-word review every every game. We want to hear your reaction to it. So just a few of them. Heather White said, so many chances. Mm. Uh, Graham Sharp said, hard-earned points. Toby said, some deluded fans. And <laughs> Graham Sharp, I've always heard Graham Sharp actually, has talked, said, stop blaming Hilton. Oh, see, it's yeah, one of them I things. I see that. a lot of people... Moaning at fans about moaning at Hilton, but I haven't seen many people moaning at Hilton. Oh, I have seen a lot yeah, of people moaning at Hilton. It's, yeah. it's getting a bit boring now, I must admit. What, it's fans moaning at Hilton? Yeah, it's getting a bit ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, well, so we're going to talk about obviously the booking the other day and what happened because we, we've all looked at it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. First of all, right, with Hilton, I a lot of fans were annoyed to see him in the start on 11, but I think he earned that after that goal last week. I thought. I thought Oh, don't Hilton. get me wrong I was a bit obviously I, we, well I love Danny Hilton I think we all do in this room but uh, I think the fact that when he come back, straight back from his suspension uh, we got from Sunderland and he took over from Kasinga Luala I think that was a bit ridiculous seeing as like what Luala was doing at the time yeah I get that do you know what I'm saying but yeah, um, yeah I don't know but it's Danny Hilton in the day I suppose isn't it do anything I think with Hilton though a lot of fans at the moment are just... I don't know why you'd get on this guy's back. And I know a lot of people... I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, you're not allowed to criticise Hilton anymore because of what he's done for us. But And they've been like really sarcastic and okay. saying, like, you know, some fans are missing the point that at the moment he's not performing and shouldn't be in the team. And he shouldn't just be in the team due to what he's done. But I kind of feel like... I just feel like that's a really harsh mentality to have because I think if you have to look at the bigger picture of who we are, where we've come yeah, from... Yeah, no... Oh. Don't get me wrong. I do understand. I do understand people's their frustration. Oh, I no, I understand back, it definitely. For once, I agree with he you. has let us down quite a few times a season. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like obviously injuries weren't his fault, obviously, but was it two centers off this season? Yeah, that's. Do you know what I mean? But like you're saying, uh, after what you see the other day, though, after that booking, that was unbelievable. Referee, what are you doing? Yeah, sort it out, mate. Because I, I tell you last what, week as well. It could have easy. Do you know what I mean? You, we've seen all over, haven't we, boys? He, they could have easy sent. Off, may a Plymouth player you got a booking for it, and it was ten times worse than maybe the three so-called persistent fouls yeah, he was sorry. doing. That it's was one crazy. of those things, right? Where 
I think if you're at the game, you'll 100% agree with us or you'll see where we're coming from. From a lot of people um, on social media who just follow the game through Twitter and mm-hmm. reporters and stuff, they look at this and go, oh, it's Danny Hilton being Hilton yeah, again. What an idiot. One. And this is where I feel like Hilton is at the moment getting a lot of really unnecessary and undeserved stick because, like you said, I've shown you guys, he, he committed a couple of fouls on Saturday before his yellow. They... They were fouls, but like nothing like major. It's just one of them things as a striker. You say they were fouls, were they? Well, well exactly. I'm, I'm I don't know. Pretty sure only one of them, what I, I remember, was a foul. You would when say he, maybe when he, when he put his hand on the ball and stopped it when he thought he was going to get a foul. Yeah, it was. It was, you know I mean? it was six or one, half a dozen other. But to me, you can't really be putting your hand on the ball without the whistle going. But you can't book some of that as well. It's a misunderstanding. But I just feel like referees now. You know, not even the referees. I feel like players. Are playing for Hilton to get booked. Yeah. They're going down, holding their face for saying it's stupid. It's just ridiculous. I mean, sorry, boys, I'll keep going on about this. But there was one incident where the def- when he was it like kind of rugby tackled the defender, and yeah. but if you watch oh, on yeah. the replay, the defender puts his hand down, yeah. touches him maybe in the neck or the head. I don't know, but then he goes down like a, you know what I mean, a sack of spuds. But it's his ridiculous. yellow card as well. It was one of them things, right? If as a striker, I think if you're it was kind of like he was kind of in behind and then backed into the defender, didn't he? There was a, I don't think there's enough contact for that to be a foul at no. all. I think that's just your I striker just, doing what you want your striker to do, right? Do you not get taught as, like from a young age, to pin your defender? The one who's marking, try and pin him. Yeah. And that's exactly what he done. And <laughs> he got booked for it. I just find that, I don't know, where, where's the... Where's the law? Where the laws now come into it to say you can't back into a defender to try and win the ball? Where, where, what's happening now? Because yeah. I feel like the laws are changing every single year, and no one understands anything anymore. I so don't get that, it. that was the one that got him his yellow card, which I thought was quite harsh. And then it was the deliberate handball one, which I guess you could say, if it's a misunderstanding, how is that a deliberate yeah. handball? Like it's not. He's not deliberately handballed it. Yeah, he's, no, he's no, handballed I, it. But I understand the law states like so you can't do it, but. I think you need to have a bit of leniency sometimes because after the ref, I'm not even funny, the referee's display like, wow, especially towards Hilton, unbelievable. I can't believe that. Like, what's going on? We, we must sound biased every week saying <laughs> yeah, like, the same sort of stuff, yeah. but you have to be a Luton fan to understand this. I'm sure people agree with this, but you can't like sit there like week in, week out watching things and going, why does this always happen to us? I don't know. It probably does happen to other teams, but I just feel so like hard done by and not Well, for the club to be honest the amount of fines we're getting for silly bookings and this and that and it's just ridiculous so I think we're definitely hard done by though at the weekend and I feel like Hilton's name at the weekend is what got him booked and not his actions and that's what fans didn't realise who weren't there and now mm-hmm. fans are going oh he's a liability and he's not the player he used to be it's like he was harshly treated he was weekend. yeah then people need to kind of look at the uh, highlights then don't they yeah, and realistically, because we've watched them over and they get. I mean, you can't see on the on the day you can't obviously see everything. But for any of you who's doubting Hilton and what he's doing and think he's a liability, I tell you, what, go and watch what happened on Saturday on iFollow or however you get your source of highlights. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Check it out. Bringing him off though, I thought that was the right thing to do at that time of the game. Yeah, he's got. I thought do it. he, oh, he was, lost it, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was going to get sent off if he stayed on the pitch. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I totally agree. I'm quite surprised Loalo I didn't start, if yeah. I'm honest. Um, he was a quality think, again when I he think, came on. Yeah, exactly. Quality he has that again. ability, doesn't he? He's, yeah, I just feel like I think maybe he's better he than League be, One. But, oh, absolutely. Is he going to start tomorrow night? 
Nah, I don't think so, personally, no. but I don't know. Hopefully. But then, like you say, you've got to give Hilton the confidence, haven't we, like, so yeah. Yeah. to get him up and running again. We're talking to strikers. I thought Saturday, in around the 70th minute, I, I was sitting there thinking this game is calling out for a substitute like uh, Cummings to come on mm. or Moncur. And I was sitting there, and then it was 10 minutes ago, I was like, now it's surely time who for Cummings. Who do we bring on now? Or Dan Potts. Potts. Yeah, but JJ <laughs> just on it. Um, the JJ was for Justin. Oh, was it for yeah, JJ? Was Justin. It? Oh, the so thing is, though, this is something, right? I've seen, I saw people talking about this on Twitter the other day. Someone messaged us on Facebook as well. I was like, please, can you talk about this in the podcast? Um, why isn't Harford using you know, these subs? Why have we signed Cummings? Why have we signed Moncur? And- Mentioning this, I was thinking this under Jones as well. We yeah. do take a while to make those subs. Mm-hmm. And, then and they always I don't leave. know why. And then they always leave making about two or three appearances if we've got them alone. But I don't know. It's... Cummings played so well when he came on against Wickham. Oh, mate. And he hasn't had a look in it. Is there something like we're not seeing? Or is it Harford just feels like at the time he doesn't need to do it? Maybe he just wants to use his players that are actually signed full time to the club, maybe. I don't know. But We did have chances to win the game. I don't know if we thought that that team was good. It is good enough to score. Yeah. And I don't... Do you know what? We created the chance as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, With 10 minutes to go, I don't think taking off your top scorer, Collins, is a bad idea. Because I feel like a lot of people will say, oh, you can't take off your top scorer. Which I can understand, Mm. but I feel like... It's not. It's not something you have to stick by. Like if you feel well, like Cummings come on for Collins and you've got Luala and Cummings, that's too, completely different to how you'd play with. But then yeah, would you not? Threat, yeah. Would you not sit there and go? Well, then realistically, if you're going to go maybe a bit long in the last sort of like couple of minutes, would you not want a big bloke up there up top rather than two sort of like smaller? Yeah, but Luton didn't go long. That's the thing. I wouldn't say there's no. one stage of Saturday in the last ten where we went long. We still tried to play the way we yeah, would do it. Apart from the little clips in behind kind of thing. That was about it, wasn't it, really? Mm. To the wing, but... I just feel like Cummings could have offered that burst of pace, that fresh energy, and, you know, that guy can finish. Yeah. I just... I, I honestly was kind of just mind-blown that he didn't bring him on. Or even Moncur. I know people were saying um, when he brought on Potts for Justin, mm-hmm. uh, Justin did take a bit of a knock and was having a poor game. I'd say that's one of yeah, his poorest was. games dead for us. So I can understand it's that. It's very rare we see that as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that one I was fine with. I thought you've got one sub left. You want to win this game. Let's, let's bring on Just Cummings. He didn't it. do it. Didn't do it. But um, yeah. Like I said, it's happened a few times before when I've been and thinking exactly the same thing. Why haven't we made a sub? But then you've got, got to trust the boys behind it, all, don't we? You've got to trust them. Well, exactly. Trust that's big, the thing. Big he knows what he's doing. And I think I'd like to, uh, I'd like to know why he doesn't. Like you're saying, why he doesn't. I can't, I can't think of a reason why not. I think, do you know what? Um, did he say... What was it after the game on Saturday? He turned around and said about that Aaron Connolly, the one we signed, not alone from Brighton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that hopefully he's there for the running. And I'm just thinking to myself, what about all these other players first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we? Do like we, you say, Cummins, Moncur. Obviously, Moncur's not a striker, but we've got players there on the bench and not getting game time. Do you know what I think with Connolly? This is an interesting one. I saw some people post about this the other day. It's weird how, you know, we're so keen to get him fit. I reckon mm-hmm. there's something in place at the end of the year to get him on a season-long yeah, loan for next season. So that's why they want him to just come into the team in, in a natural way. Yeah, and you think maybe coming to go back to Forest. Is it Forest he was from? Yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. See, I don't think they'll let him go. They paid a million pounds, didn't they? So why would they, realistically? Yeah. But then you, you don't know what happens when a new manager comes in. So, But no, I just, I don't know. It's a tough one. I just think that 
we've got too many options up top at the moment. I think like, he struggles to like sort of sit there and go, hang on a minute, who do I play now? But when he was, you don't want to change it, sorry, stick on. No, go on. When he was rushing, well, not rushing, but he wants Connolly to come back in. Who's going to miss out then? Yeah. Because you've got Hill and you've got Collins, you've got Cornet yeah, coming back in, you've got Loa Loa and you've got Cummins. Who's, who's going to miss out? Because for me, Harry Cornet makes a bench 100% if he's fully fit. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Because Definitely. if you've got a couple of players on loan that are not actually your players, why are they... Obviously, I know we sign them there for a reason, but for me, I feel that Cornet's not going anywhere and he's an, I think he's an important player for us. So yeah, definitely. What, like, what he can do he's is unbelievable. He's before he got injured. He's got a lot to improve on, but what he can do with his pace is unreal. The um, Gillingham away for the where he hit the post. Just oh, an amazing run. Bale in disguise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whilst we're on the topic of just like important players of the team, wanted to mention a player because every week we seem to do this thing where we give a player a lot of credit and I mm-hmm. feel like this week we've got to give some credit to Sonny Bradley. Um, let's talk about Excellent him because player. it was his former club he was playing against. Uh, for you... Patara, what would you say like about Sonny Bradley? Because I, I, right, I, I love, love him. him. Same as that. He's and obviously I like Matty Pearce. I love Matty Pearce. They're both great players, but for me, Sonny Bradley's one that stands out for me more. Not because he's there like, hustling and busting with everyone else and smashing people into next year, but the way he is for a six foot, he's six foot six, is he? So like that. The guy's unbelievably calm. He is. Like how? I was surprised. Someone that. that tall. I think for a set and a half, I think he's technically like. I think he's technically great. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. One of the best centre-halves I've seen on the ball. Calm as anything. Steve, you know a lot of football players, don't you? You've, you've always known who Sonny Bradley is, don't yeah, you? Because yeah. I know a lot of Luton fans, when we signed him, were saying, like, do we even know about this guy? And I remember, like, probably messaging you going, that's a great signing. And you, Victoria. Yeah, we we both knew yeah. of him. But there's a lot yeah. of Luton fans out there who were, when we signed from Plymouth, going, well, is, it, is he actually any good? Because I've never seen him play, but I've always known him. Is he scores like sixteen goals a season yeah, as a centre half? Big old bloke, isn't he? He hasn't scored for us yet, though. Sixteen. I legit think there was a season where he got sixteen goals. No, surely not. Was there? See when he first signed for us. yourself at the beginning of the season yeah. when we were drawing and not doing too great. I did think he wasn't winning as many headers as someone his size should be. Mm. Since I've said that though, he has become a lot more dominant. I just think he's clever. I don't know. Just yeah. I don't think you need sometimes. I think people look at him because he's six foot six and they expect someone to, like, like I said, him to smash the hell out of people. Yeah. But he's very technical. He's he's, he's good he's in the class. ball. Class. Like you got Matty Pearson, the the absolute like pinnacle yeah. of wrecking ball. Yeah, I was surprised by how good he is on the ball. And them two together, them two, oh, they're great, aren't they? Yeah, I'm happy with him. So, Sonny Bradley scored 11 goals in 84 wow. appearances. That's not bad, is so it? So, 16 in one season. Not quite 16 in one season. <laughs> I was going to say, but 11 in 84. So, 11 in, what's that, two seasons for Plymouth. That's pretty good going for a centre-half. That's half. not bad. I think he's an obvious threat from corners, mm-hmm. and he's going to get marked. He's by... had so many chances this season from corners. Oh, I still think he's well unlucky, though, with what he's Yeah, yeah, definitely. Him. We do that corner technique where it goes to the far yeah, post and Bradley's there to even nod it back time. across or <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> not quite worked yet, but no, it'll get there. Uh, it'll definitely did, get there. Uh, it did work, didn't it? Oh, no, not from a corner, it's from a free kick. Yeah. Gets that pinch I think it was. So how important do you reckon Bradley is to the team? Is he Majorly the first centre half on the team sheet? Hundred yeah. percent. Over Pearson? Well, both of them together. I don't know, you just can't take any of them out. Pearson, As a partnership they're, they're great, they're great aren't they? Yeah. I think they just complement each other so well. I think it's also you look at Bradley when he came in, he had to kind of like be patient at the start, didn't he? He didn't start yeah. the first couple or the first few because Sheehan was in. Yeah. Um, now Bradley starts. He's got to be a first name on that team sheet. He's captain when Sheehan's not in the team. Yeah. 
Well, it's saying something, isn't it? And a what? new addition to the team being club captain. Well, not club captain, but captain when he's on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's it's well, saying something, isn't captain. it? It's first season. That's got to mean something, He's got to be some leader, isn't he? He's I, I think he's a very good player, myself. Um, Would you be happy if our two centre-halves in the Championship, if we get there, were Pearson and Bradley? Would you be happy with that? Well, I don't see why not. We'll yeah, see how they get They're doing a good job this year. Got to give them a chance, yeah, haven't yeah, they? If, if we were to go up. It's a massive How many clean sheets have kept this season? What is it, 16, 17 clean sheets? Something like that? Not too sure if you look at that one. James Shea's got a bit of an impressive record, hasn't he, as a keeper? Always helps when you've got good back for great centre-halves in front of you it and does, stuff, yeah. don't I think he's kept like clean sheets in one every two or something. Got that, that it's got to be about that. So um, I'll say it's got about 16, 17. You find now, that James Shea thing, whilst I read some of these tweets about Sonny Bradley. Uh, so Lewis says he's our best centre-back. Mm-hmm. Alison Fox said, couldn't be without his presence in the team. He needn't worry about not scoring when him and Matty are superb at the back and it yeah. must give Shea lots of confidence. Oh, literally like you just said. And um, Joe Brown says, it's another one that probably deserves to have his name to be first on the team sheet. The runs that he goes on sometimes are rather impressive for such a big lad, such mm-hmm. as the one at Sunderland down the left wing. Which is literally yeah, like you just said, as, as such a big lad, he's so cool in the ball, isn't he? No, he's, yeah. he's class. There was a game, I can't remember what it was, I think it could be Plymouth at home or Bradford at home, where there was a ball played and it was kind of like a 50-50 and any defender would have whacked it into the stands he did some like sick touch and passed it wide and we ended up like scoring right, he from does it. it every week and it's the guy's unbelievable it's that great. could be any week to be honest yeah. it is he does great. it all the time mate it's just because most people look at him and go oh he's a bit he's a bit of a fairy isn't he for someone who's six foot six full of tattoos you, you think he's a massive hard man but you need that technically good you don't need to be a record do you know what I mean you don't have to smash people into next year Yeah. you can just go and do it mate calm as, calm as anything I found Love these it. stats on James Shea, but yeah, I think they're a bit it. out of date at the moment so, um, <laughs> due to the due to the producer. What well, the James Shea stats are out of date? I, I don't know. I'd, are they? Because we had him last week as well, but we never mentioned them. I don't know if he's updated them <laughs> or not. Can't stay spit out, mate. Do it. We'll give producer Jacob a shout out for getting wrong information. No, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to embarrass <laughs> him like that. <laughs> Jacob, next week, have a look at that, please, mate. <laughs> um, I want to just quickly talk then about tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Could be yesterday night. <laughs> Bradford away. We're going. Yes, we are there. I'm excited because I don't get to go to many games, so this is this is exciting for yeah, me. Yeah, little day trip with us. Yeah, yeah. Feeling, mate? All right. so excited yeah, we'll to after, go. I was looking at this game as a game we could probably get three points from. And then they went and beat Peterborough at the weekend. And I'm thinking, it's going to be no, tougher than I'm right. maybe thinking. Yeah, I'm a bit, New but, boss as well, isn't it? Yeah, but Peterborough, you know, well, watch my language a bit. Not the best team. There we go. Barring we could do Bradford tomorrow night. Like we said, take a draw against Plymouth, beat Bradford. I don't yeah, think I've got it. Barnsley playing Sunderland tomorrow, it's, it's just a huge day. Yeah, boys. What do we want for that? Barnsley-Sunderland. Oh, draw. Ooh. Really? I'll yeah, Barnsley. Draw. I don't care. When you rather third where we place, come, yeah. just uh, yeah, be rather, further away yeah, from us. Yeah, but come on, man. If we win, I'd rather both drop points. I want a title as well, you know. Come on. <laughs> and then, so greedy. Yeah, I know. You've got to be. I'll take promote. I'll, yeah, yeah of course win. you would, but... Barnsley win. Hmm, yeah, I suppose, but... I think if Barnsley win and we win, that is 10 points in front of Sunderland. They've got a game in hand. With a game in hand. Yes. Which fine. will eventually be two Can't when they that. play at Wembley. So we could potentially be at one stage like 13 points ahead of them. And I'd wow. rather, points and I'd rather that than play catch up. Oh, it's looking so good now, isn't it? Oh, it's anyway, looking good. Anyway, boys, score prediction for tomorrow night. What is it? Mine's, I'm going to go for 2 1 Luton win. No, I think, we'll, I think we'll get it. I think we'll, we, we won't concede and we'll score a couple. 
So two. You don't think we can see? Two nil. I'm on only one. Two nil. Two nil. And I'm going for two one. How much should you put a five on it, boys? What, 2 0, 2 0, 2 1? No, in all fairness, that's oh. yeah, that amount of number, don't worry about it. We'll do that tomorrow in the car, we'll, we'll sort something out for the trip. Yeah. Um, I'll sort some beers out. So, I think next week's podcast, we can briefly chat about the Bradford game and whatever happens at the weekend as well. So, weekend. big one tomorrow. Have we got weekend? Gillingham. Gillingham, yeah. Tough game. They're fighting for their yeah, lives, yeah, just like Bradford. Yeah. Bradford's second bottom. They're going to need the points just as much as us. And do you know what really frustrates me at the moment? People go, oh, yeah, it's all right. Pat, we've only got to play bottom of the table. But it doesn't matter, does it? You've got, got five a lot more points. To fight for, yeah. yeah. They can make it difficult. Mm. I mean, look, you look at Oxford, like when they were in that real rut at the beginning of the season. I mean, they're still not doing great now, but like, we, I thought we struggled against them, to be honest. We beat them 2 1 at their place. Yeah. And you can't, you can't take these teams, for, I mean, you can't take them for granted. You've got to just go there, do what you do normally. And play the football and just get just get the job done. Don't matter how you win, just do it. No one cares as long as you get the three points. Come on, boys. Yeah. We'll get three points tomorrow. Just looking on this stat page which producer Jacob has put together for us, um, I believe it is actually all correct. Is it? Because he's got this, and we were chatting about this earlier on today when we were planning it. Um, so just it as a bit of uh, nostalgia for you, five years ago tonight when Mark Cullen scored that goal to make wow. it 1-1 against Cambridge, Not which basically minute. sealed our promotion. Were that, that to maintain that game, Steve? Or? I was in no. that game. Oh, Tyra was because yeah, you passed your driving test in the morning. Yeah, I did, mate. Half did you back. drive there? Hey? Did you go drive there? How could I, Steve, when I passed my test the day after? Oh, day after if we said that morning. <laughs> my bad. Wally. <laughs> oh, isn't that then quite fitting, <laughs> though? That, um, <laughs> quite fitting that on this day five years ago, we got the promotion, basically got the promotion to the league and now that's great. five years later we've got the green light for the stadium it's, yes. it's that's a crazy five years isn't it wonder what happened in five years time we get promoted to the Premier League <laughs> wow there you Believe. go I've called it I've called it it's going to happen there you go I don't know what the date is to be honest but I'd say five years on this date five years date? future Bataro 2024 March 11th secure yeah. promotion to the yeah, Premier League in power court oh yes there we go oh yes what a dream guys and then they have my statue outside the, out the ground. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> not maybe not. No, they one. will. Come on, man. And I think that's pretty <laughs> much on, covering man. everything over the weekend. If you're going to Bradford tomorrow or tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, enjoy it. Yeah, and don't, and don't stay in Bradford. Just go somewhere a little bit nicer. <laughs> There's the advice from Bataro. <laughs> yeah. Don't stay in Bradford. Nah, it's not that bad in all fairness. Yeah. It's not a better place. Decent. Well, we'll see you both again next Monday yes, for the next episode I'll see you tomorrow mate don't worry about that yep and next Monday right, yeah. nice and early <laughs> where we'll be reviewing the last two games from there so yeah, yeah. enjoy we'll... Bradford away come on you actors and on, get in there. subscribe like us five stars whatever it is you do on podcasts nowadays and see you next week good day goodbye bye, bye. never know how to end a podcast good day